Jim, mold stomping grounds. <laughs> Hank Patterson, fly fishing guide. Riley Smith, tight end. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be the kicker? No, tight end. Again, thank you. I'm looking for a kicker for Lithia Ford's fall kickoff sale, but you're not the kicker. No. Yeah. Now nah, the kicker's probably taller and in a lot better shape. So, okay. What uh, position do you play? Tight end. Squats. Yeah. Try it sometime. Right now, Lithia Ford of Boise is buying used vehicles. How much you want for the SUV? Uh, I don't know. Well, Lithia Ford will give you more than that. How much more? More than you think. I'm not thinking anything. I'm thinking you might get even more than that. See how much more you can get at Lithia Ford of Boise. Rowpaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics, is going all in this season with an all-star lineup. First up, he led the Broncos to three conference championships and 10 20-win seasons. It's Coach Leon Rice. Next, he's the founder and CEO of Ropaint.com. He played a little basketball in high school on the driveway with his mom. It's Andy Rowe. Want to just paint my house? Now that I can do. When I want Boise State to win, I trust Coach Rice to lead the Broncos to victory. And when I want the best painting and garage floor coating, I trust RowPaint.com to get that job done right. This is Bronco Nation News Live. The best interviews, the most informed opinions, the latest breaking news, all from the top Boise State insiders. Today's broadcast is coming from the Cutwater Spirits Can Cocktail Studios. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. Cutwater Can Cocktails is perfect for your next game day tailgate party. Now, here's four-time NSMA Idaho Sports Writer of the Year, BJ Rains, with another edition of Bronco Nation News Live. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Happy Monday to you here at Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com. Johnny, the sun rose on Sunday. It rose again today. Uh, it was a tough loss on Saturday, obviously, for Boise State, but uh, there is a game on Saturday to talk about, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. You got three hours on Idaho Sports Talk, and we got uh, ball talk with Sanford and Johnny tonight. Uh Plenty of stuff to talk about and excited to do it here with you, man. Uh, happy Monday. Yeah, you too. Uh, Mondays are uh, busy in my life, man. But uh, there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of fly, a lot of stuff flying around there uh, to talk about and whatnot. Great storylines. So uh, uh, on a Monday, it's weird. The college football fan base that you just said that you have Sunday to kind of realize that the, that the world is going to continue, you know, so you can go into Monday 
with a little different outlook. NFL fans, you lose that heartbreaker on a Sunday, you crawl into work on Monday, and you're still shell-shocked a little bit. But uh, we'll see how Bronco Nation is feeling today. We'll hear from the head coach and the two coordinators in a few hours today. So uh, we'll figure out some stuff. Thanks again for having me on. How are you going to handle uh, ball talk tonight with the Seahawks? Yeah, right. Uh, the game starts about 6.15, 6.20. Ball talk starts at 8. Can get a good portion in on there. Um, and then, uh, hey, man, I, uh, daddy's got to work, right, BJ? No, I'm, I'm ready to work. I work Monday well, nights. I think this is the only time the Hawks are on there, maybe one other down the road. But, yeah, I got to work tonight, man. It's all good. And I just paid you the other day, so you got no choice now. So you uh, you got the you got the payment, I believe, right? You got paid for uh, October. DJ, we, everybody knows I do this for free. Come on, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you do, man. We really appreciate your uh, your time and effort on that. But uh, let's get right into it. Thirty five, thirty two loss uh, to Memphis, and you guys talked about it. I listened to your post game show on KBOI. Mike Prater's link to that on social media if you want to go watch that. We went almost 90 minutes on our post-game show, and then you had the follow-up stories the next couple of days. And um, Mike Prater, I'll get right to it. I think he's the most uh, credible uh, you know, voice in this town right now. He's been here the longest, and I think yeah. he has the most credibility of anybody around here right now. And uh, when Mike, you know, Mike Prater... He went for it. He, he uh, on Bronco Nation News. If you're a subscriber, you can read it. If you're not, we'd love to have you. Six ninety nine a month, fifty bucks for a full year. If you use the promo code BNN fifty deal. But Mike Prater has called for a quarterback change for the Boise State football team. Mike Prater believes that uh, it is time to go with Maddox Madsen as Boise State's starting quarterback. And I, again, just because of my respect for Prater, because of what I think he means in this town, and when he says something, I think it means something, that's a pretty significant thing when, when, when Mike Prater's calling for a quarterback change. Uh, I don't necessarily agree. I mean, I agree with his points. I agree with the column. I think it's very well done. Um, I just... For me personally, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts, uh, Johnny, in a second. I just, uh, I believe Taylor Green starts on Saturday. I believe he should start on Saturday because I believe the moment that Maddox Madsen starts a game, you have lost Taylor Green. Uh, I think he will transfer, and maybe that's fine. Maybe you're okay with that. Maybe you think Madsen's the better choice long term. You're ready to give up forever on Taylor Green. That's fine. I just think he's too exciting of a talent. I still think there's way too much potential for me to give up on him that quickly. And the oh, by the way, his one of his best friends, his roommate Ashton Genty. Uh, if Taylor Green transfers. I don't know if that helps your chances of keeping Ashton Genty around next year either. So I think there's a lot of dominoes that could fall the second you take Taylor Green out of the starting lineup. I just don't think it's time yet. I love what I've seen from Mad Dog. There's no denying in the passing game his he's looked better. Some of that's yeah. against a prevent defense for Memphis. I get it, though. Um, I, I understand why you might want to go to Maddox Madsen. I think he has some talent, but I am not quite ready after what I've seen from Maddox Madsen to hand the keys of the offense over to him for the rest of the season just quite yet. Give me one more start for Taylor Green. See how it goes against San Jose. And if you get disaster again, maybe that'll be enough to make the switch. Now, that's a respectable opinion, too. And I think a lot of people have that, BJ. Exactly what you're saying right there. You're worried still about what's going to happen after you make Maddox Madsen the starter. You know, those dominoes, and yeah, they'll fall. We all know the world of college football, and if you don't, I mean, this is the world of college football. Kids leave. Coaches leave. I mean, teams just don't stay the same as much together, certainly, as they did before. So I understand the look at that. I think either way, you're losing one of them. 
So if you stick with TG10, Mad Dog's not going to be here next year, I think. I think he's done enough to think where he's going to go somewhere else, and if not anything, compete to be the starter at another school. So I think the one scenario maybe we can agree on is that BJ both won't be here next year, correct? One probably. will be yeah, probably. I think it's more like I mean, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent Maddox Madsen transfers if if he doesn't if if Green stays the starter this year. I mean, Maddox Madsen's known what he was getting himself into the last year or two already, um, and he's still here. But I, I, he certainly could. But I think for sure Green is gone. Um, and I'm I'm I also he's the starter the rest of the year. You don't get TG ten next year. If who's the starter? Taylor Green. You you stick with Green the rest of the year. He comes back then, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, so. and then and that's part of. I don't the think PGA it's a given that Maddox Madsen's gone. Maybe he maybe he's done enough in these two games, but I also think like Maddox Madsen signed knowing they had Taylor Green. Maddox Madsen stayed this year knowing they already had Taylor Green. So I'm not sure. Uh, all of a sudden now that the, the scenario changes for Maddox Madsen where he wants to go. Does. I think it does. Look what he's done. I also, yeah, and you're probably you could you could be right. I also want to say this. Like I'm also I, I mentioned you mentioned the dominoes. But that's not the only reason. Like I'm, I'm still not 100 percent convinced that Maddox Madsen's the better quarterback than Taylor Green. I, I'm not saying I, I'm not ready to make that switch because of the dominoes, but also I'm not ready to give up on Taylor Green. I still think he has more long-term potential than Maddox Madsen. I think he has better uh, overall. Just uh, I mean, he just I just his athleticism, some of the things that he, I think he can do. I may be wrong, and we may see that in a game or two. But I think. Uh, five games in or whatever it is, I'm just not quite ready to fully give up. Because like I say, when you make the switch to Maddox Madsen, you're giving up on Taylor Green and Taylor Green is gone. I'm not quite ready. Sure, I'm ready to give up on the Taylor Green era at Boise State uh, to let Maddox Madsen start against San Jose State. I think Boise State can beat San Jose State with Taylor Green as a starting quarterback. I think Taylor Green needs to start on Saturday. Would you say you're you're playing politics a little bit with this thing? You know, politics are involved. You want to keep TG10, which you think then guarantees you or, or further uh, protects you on keeping Ashton Genty. Heck, throw in EMAC, the Texas quad connection trio. I mean, so you're kind of playing politics here. You're saying um, that's, an, that, that's an element of it. That is certainly yeah. an element of it, yes. But I, like I said, I'm also not convinced that – Maddox, I mean, if Maddox Madsen is Maddox Madsen is clearly the better quarterback, and you think gives yeah. you the better chance to win the rest of the season, then you need to make the switch. I'm not convinced of that yet. I like what I've seen of Maddox Madsen. A lot of it has been in mop up duty. Uh, he, you know, I, I just, I, I you know, I, I'm just not me personally. I'm not convinced that Maddox Madsen is the better quarterback, so I'm not quite ready to make that switch. Now, I, I you know, is there other things involved? Ashton Genty. McAllister, Taylor Green, whatever, like, sure, that's part of it. Yes. The second you give up on uh, Taylor Green as the starter, he is gone. Um, and so, and that's part of it. Yes. But, and then part of that is because I just, I can't make that decision. It sounds like maybe you can. It sounds like Prater has. I just, I, I have not seen enough. And, and then you say, well, we need to see more of Maddox Matson. Well, if that's the case, then you're still, you know, you're still messing with Green and Green's still probably gone. So I, I, I think you, rally behind Taylor green i think you give Taylor green another chance at least one more week maybe even two maybe at the bye week if it's not looking good maybe that's the point you make the change but uh you know and i'm sure i'm getting blasted on the comments i'll check here shortly but i personally have not seen enough from maddox madsen to turn the keys over to him yet now i'm not saying he's not good enough i think he's shown some things I still think right now Taylor Green needs to be your starting quarterback. Yeah, it's such a limited sample size Mad Dog has versus TG10, but in 
that limited sample size, he's just been, I don't know, twice as efficient pretty much as, as TG10. Um, I, I read Prater's column. I thought it was fantastic. Um, is that for subscribers only, right? It is, but it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah subscribe. We got, a, we got, we got uh, there was five new subscribers yesterday because of you it. You need so. to read these articles, man. That was brilliant, dude. And he said it, and I even wrote it down and quoted it. It's Madsen time. That's what Prater said in his BNN column yesterday. Um, I hosted uh, Bronco game night with Prater on Friday. He was saying the same stuff there. So Prater's opinion on this issue, I get it. He's he shared it on two big forums right now. We're going to talk about it. Trust me, all week, BJ yeah. on IST. I can't wait to dive in to a lot of this other stuff. And I keep coming back to a number, man. You know, because with this and 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 this is a quarterback controversy, and it's like some of the people on social media they're like throwing it in our face, BJ. Like yeah, accusing we're, media uh, members of of, of 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 making stuff up. There's a ton of smoke here on this thing. Come on, man. Um, I have uh, I have accused you before, Johnny, of manufacturing a QB controversy. That the Sears, I think it was Sears and Bachmeyer, one of those years. That that is a that that does happen. I believe there was no battle whatsoever. And at times, I know I I kind of you know poked fun at you. Because uh, it helped you get through another week of sports talk radio. I get it. It, but this is not the case, Johnny. It is a hundred. When, when you're when you play the other guy, he has success, and then your coach does not name Taylor Green the starter in the post game press conference. We're not making uh, that. This is not a media driven thing here. Like, um, no, the, the, the head coach refused to name Taylor Green the starter. That's all you need to know. The second the coach says we'll do what's bad, and you can say, oh, it's strategy. It's obviously going to be green and all this stuff. There's no, you know. When the head coach publicly does not name a starter, you yeah. have a you have a battle and you have a controversy, especially in a situation where the backup outplayed the starter in the previous game, which absolutely happened on Saturday. Here's the number, BJ, that I was thinking of that keeps creeping its way back into my thought process regarding, you know, TG10 or the Mad Dog. It sounds like a cheesy radio show, but yeah in this particular controversy and that's 519 that's how many yards bush hamden was able to coordinate out of this team and you know that was a game that boise state could have should have and would have won right and that's what makes it so frustrating is that was that should have been in the bag should have been able to win that game and didn't but the offense 519 yards and ashton genty maybe the best player in his position in america bj of the 519 had 135. So they were able to get over 500 yards of offense, which is exceptional. I mean, if you're averaging over 500 yards of offense, you're not going to lose a lot of games, BJ. And um, they were able to do that. And Ashton Genty didn't have as big a piece of the pie as you would expect. So I'm thinking, okay, the offense was there. We saw Matt Lauder. We saw Billy Bowens. We saw a lot of guys get into it and yeah. contribute. Yeah. And, you know, part of it was TG10. Part of it was Mad Dog. So I'm not exactly sure how Andy and Bush are going to go about this because I think they're watching that tape and they're saying, okay, that looked good. Okay, that worked. Okay, that was there. Okay, whoa, whoa, you know. Now I think they just need the quarterback that's going to come in and not complete 51% of his passes and yeah. slow drives down. Um, I think, I'll just get this on the record, I said it on Bronco game night too. I think Andy will start Taylor Green. I think he's going to start. 
and there's a lot of reasons, and you you can go back and rewind this and see what BJ was saying on that. But me personally, I would love Saturday night, 6 p.m., LEDs, everybody's hopefully having a ball in Albertson Stadium, and Maddox Madsen is the starter. Now, if he struggles early and the moment's too big, dang it, okay, bring Taylor Green back, and I don't think at that point you've lost him yet, okay? Admit you're wrong, TG10, sorry, dude. We thought Mad Dog earned the right to start this game. If you would have kept it, then, hey, we'll go down that road when we get there. But if Mad Dog couldn't have handled it, you put TG10 back in, and, hey, this offense, 519 yards last week, and uh, it wasn't solely based around the quarterback either. It was an interesting output of mm-hmm. 519. So that's kind of where I would be. BJ, I want it. I want to see Maddox Madsen. I just have a gut feeling that he would go out there. They would look great. Bronco Nation would be loving it, and it would be a sad moment for the TG10 situation. But I think of Mad Dog, if you give him this opportunity, I think that kid, like Mike Sanford said, he's like an MMA fighter who's playing quarterback. <laughs> and uh, I'm, me just maybe it's the talk radio host in me, maybe because I'm not a BSU fan. I want to see Mad Dog out there. I want that story. I'm with and let's, not, and let's not forget, let's like throw, I mean, this is worth discussing when you're talking about, is it a controversy? Are we making it up? What's going on here? Like, they gave him the third series of the game when the Boise State offense had already moved the ball decently on the first two series. So, at that point, I had already said, like, can't, I, I even tweeted it out, like, this is a fascinating decision here, and I cannot wait to hear what Andy's going to say about it. Like, they planned all along to yeah. give Maddox Madsen the third series of the game. Why did they do that? They obviously have been liking what they've been seeing from Mad Dog and not liking something they've been seeing from Taylor Green. Like, you don't just go into a two-quarterback system and play two guys if one of them is this, you know, clear-cut, obvious starter. So to mess with him, I didn't understand that. I thought it made zero sense at the time. Now it sounds like that they're maybe thinking about Maddox Madsen as a starting quarterback, and that's why they did it. But that, I, I was watching Taylor Green standing on the sidelines all by himself down at the 25-yard line. And is what is going through that kid's head at that point? And it's just kind of like, why are you messing with them even more? He's already got a ton going on. Why are you doing that and messing with them? Then- yeah, but also, PJ, real quick, you could say, um, you know, our feelings are a part of this. Okay, well, let's treat it that way. Or feelings aren't a part of this. I mean, there's a lot of kids on that team yeah. that are sticking there on the sidelines that aren't playing as much as they want to. We don't yeah. have cameras on them. We don't look at them either. So, again, there's there's a... There's a lot of different ingredients here, BJ, and uh, there is. I just think the uh, the third yeah. ser- the third series thing needs to be talked about when you talk about all this because the fact that they threw him in first on the third series of the game tells me they were already wanting to get a look at him, and he came out on his first two passes, I believe, slinging it right away and had a completed yep. pass. They got one first down, then I think then I think uh, ended up having to punt on that drive, um, but then you go down two scores. Mad Dog comes in, but again, there's you know. I don't want to say they're in the prevent defense, but there was they some were, under. There was, was some under. Game. That was not prevent. They're up two scores though. They're up two scores in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left. I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't think that's the time the to. Weren't in BJ. No, okay, we're not they in. Going to their twos. It wasn't garbage time. I, I thought those. Saying, were I'm not gonna, it's just hard for me to anoint Maddox Madsen as the better quarterback when we saw two fourth quarter. Now I will say this, and I was even telling Jay Tuss this in the press box. We were sitting right next to each other. I said, if they win this game. Maddox Madsen probably has to start next week. And maybe that's 
whatever of me to say that then and then now change my mind, but just because they didn't win and, and they couldn't get a stop defensively, why is that Maddox Madsen's fault? But if they would have won that game because of two fourth quarter drives from Maddox Madsen, that, in my opinion, probably would have been enough to okay. just say, all right, fine. But in this situation, and again, maybe it's not Maddox Madsen's fault. I am not saying Taylor Green should start because I don't think Maddox Madsen's good enough. I think Taylor Green should start because I still – I'm not convinced that Taylor Green is not better. I, I still think, in my mind, all we've heard from Taylor Green, what he did all of last year to finish the year, all offseason, and then in five games, we just decide, okay, we're giving up on him. We're moving on to Maddox Madsen. Yeah, BJ, he wasn't that great at the end of the year if you look at some of the numbers, though. That, that's fair. He was, he was up and down. But, okay, hop in the time machine with me real quick, okay? Hop okay. in the time machine. We go back to three seconds left on the clock. Boise State, um, September 9th at home against UCF. Okay. And and the UCF kicker, he misses the kick. What's Mad Dog's role there? Mad Dog came in in the fourth quarter. That wasn't prevent defense. UCF was playing. Taylor Green had cramps, man. Yep, yeah, totally. Whatever he had. Mad Dog arch, uh, Matt Dog is the architect of a, a, a would have been game winning drive. Yeah. Like if if, if so people are forgetting that Mad Dog had a hell of a moment already on the blue in a huge game and damn near pulled it off. He did. Damn near won the game. Yep. It's like only a couple weeks ago. And then we see him play his ass off again. Um Dang, man, Andy's that's thing I wanted to say though, because I want to ask Bush why the plan was okay. Mad Dog's getting series three. Maybe I answered my own question, right? The guy's playing well, he's earned it. Um, I want to ask Bush that. I'm not sure what Andy will say. I'm sure Andy will get asked that as well. But yeah. is today's presser, BJ? Is today's presser uh what, what's the analogy? Is there gonna be the massive white elephant in the middle of the room? And nobody's going to talk about it. Oh, I, I mean, think we'll, we'll, we'll get the. Uh, they're still evaluating it. You know, now they're going to make it strategically too. They're not going to say it even if they know because they want to make uh, San Jose have to worry about who the starting quarterback is. I, I would be surprised if Andy came out and said we're moving forward with either guy. I think he says they're going to compete this week in practice. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe you know he didn't want to answer it after the game. We asked three different questions about it. He said he he wasn't ready to make the decision. He wanted to evaluate the film. You know, talk to the coaches. Maybe they did that yesterday. And maybe they decided we're, we're still moving forward with TG. And maybe maybe Andy Avalos comes out, which I hope he does, frankly, and give a vote of confidence publicly to Taylor Green. He's still our guy. We like what Mad Dog's done, but uh, we're, we're going forward with Taylor Green. Uh, I would love that if Andy Avalos came out and said that. I don't think he will. I think they probably play this thing out all week and let us talk about it all week and let San Jose okay. worry about it all week. And we probably don't get a starter. It's going to be a lot of uh, these guys will compete. You know, we'll see. Um, I, I don't think we get any. Obvious talk about that, unfortunately. I don't think we get an answer today. What percentage would you put right now that both quarterbacks play at least two series? Like they that's a two quarterback system. Okay, here we go, Andy. We're doing it. Like if I'm gonna, that is the decision, <laughs> you know. I mean I'd like to say no because I like I said, I still believe in Taylor Green. I do. Maybe I'm foolish, but I believe in Taylor Green. You don't I still need think to see Mad Dog on Saturday. You're good. You don't need to see him. Maybe they give him the third series again. I don't know, but I I, I think Taylor Green's going to play well on Saturday, and they're going to win you know, win fairly easily. So I don't think you need to get. I don't think Maddox Madsen's going to have to come in and save the day on Saturday. I don't. I think Taylor Green. I, 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 
I, I think, uh, you know, again, maybe I'm, I, I stuck with Hank Bachmeyer longer than anybody. So maybe it's just the starter that I, I, you know, maybe that's just how I am, but I was one of the few, you and everybody else, people were, which you guys turned out to be right. Calling for Taylor green earlier last season. I wanted I, Jack Sears, man. I, I lose I, every quarterback controversy yep, in this yep. town. I, uh, I, I, well, that's how the, the backup's always the sexy guy, man. The next guy in line is always the guy everybody wants as soon as it goes bad with the starter. And I think over the course of a long season, I'm not sure that's all, always better. Sometimes it is. It works out great. It obviously worked out at the end of last season with Taylor Green coming in, helping him with a Mount West championship. But I think coaching has to come into this. And we got to thank some of our sponsors. We're already way behind here. But I, I think, you know, you look at what changed, Johnny. What changed from last year to this year? The offensive coordinator. So has Taylor Green regressed? Again, I mean, has he regressed? Is Taylor, We all thought Taylor Green would come into the season and be a lot better. Maybe we overhyped him. Maybe the expectations were too high. But we for whatever, whatever reason, they found a way to make it work last year. You said he, you know, he wasn't as great throwing. That's fine. But they, they ran an offense that worked last year down the stretch of the season with Taylor Green at quarterback. And so, yeah. as, as Mike Prater said in the column, yeah. If you if Bush Hamden's offense is better suited for Maddox Madsen and he's not going to change up his play calling or his offense, then maybe that's what you got to do. If if Bush Hamden wants to say I can win better with with Maddox Madsen because that's my offense, great. Bush doesn't Dirk, have that power though, Dirk, right? Dirk, I don't think Dirk did, and he did. You know? he said, this is the offense we're going to run, but Dirk but Dirk, Dirk power. But he also but was Dirk. able to tailor an offense to Taylor Green that worked, and it, and and it worked. And you know, Dirk Cutter didn't have the choice, you know. Hank Bachmeyer was gone. We don't know what would have happened if uh, Dirk Cutter had been here with Hank Bachmeyer. He didn't have the choice when, when on his second on his first day in office or second day he found out that Hank Bachmeyer was gone. So uh, Dirk didn't have that choice. It was clearly yeah, Taylor Green. And he, footprints are bigger on Bush's offense, in my opinion, than they were on Dirk's. I think Dirk's door was closed. You know, Dirk had the offense. I think Andy, if he does have any offensive input. And most head coaches do to some extent, right, BJ? Phil philosophical stuff. Hey, I want to do this on these down in distance. Let's stick with this. And I'm not saying that that's even happening, but I just saw Bush put up 519. That's legit, man. You know, you should have won that game with 519 yards of offense, and your starting quarterback didn't play all that great. Your beast of a running back played well, 135 total yards for Genty, but that's just out of 519. I, man, I, that was one of the things I'm like, uh, how can I be mad at Bush right now? Yeah. Look at that, that, that offense moved the ball uh, 519 yards. I'm not, we, Bush isn't in this thing. We have record viewership right now, uh, folks. We do bear with me for 90 seconds while I thank a couple of our sponsors, and then we're going to finish this up with two interesting points here. But this show is free for you to watch right now, free for you to enjoy because of our great sponsors. So I'm just going to roll through this as quick as I can, one and done, and then we'll get back to uh, talking about this as we wrap up the show. But we do have to thank our uh, studio sponsor, Johnny's in the Row Paint Studios downtown. I am here at the Cutwater Spirits Mobile Studios in Meridian. Check out one of their more than 30 flavors of premixed cocktails at your local gas station or grocery store. You saw title sponsor rowpaint.com the new leon rice commercial check them out concrete coatings best in the business roepaint.com idaho central credit union tomorrow night bringing you the tyson degenhart show iccu the best in mobile e-branch online banking check them out at idaho central credit union.com thursday morning mike prater i cannot wait to see this mike prater will be on the simulator at top golf live Check them out, BVA at uh, Ball Ventures Alquist. BVA will be there Thursday at, at uh, Top Golf with Mike Prater at 9 a.m. We thank TacoBellWorks.com as well. Taco Bell, check them out. 
all they're doing for Boise State. You can get more information at TacoBellWorks.com. I mentioned the Blue and Orange Store. Saw Travis Hawks in Memphis. Check them out, TheBlueAndOrangeStore.com. Free shipping over any forty to over $40. Check them out again at TheBlueAndOrangeStore.com. Lithia Ford of Boise. Check them out as well, LithiaFordBoise.com. View their full inventory of vehicles at LithiaFordBoise.com. And, of course, if you need a job, Check out TCS, Transportation Compliance Service, the best uh, way to get a job if you're looking to get into the trucking industry, whether it's the big rig on your screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, check them out at Transportation Compliance Service. Okay, those are our major sponsors, Johnny. I apologize to the other ones that we couldn't get to, but uh, we have record viewership here, and I want to use our last couple of minutes talking uh, about this moving forward here. So uh, you also had the fourth down decision, which it took us 28 minutes to get into here, but uh, Andy Avalos deciding not to uh, go for it on fourth down with, with Ashton Genty in the backfield, you know, can't you get one yard? And I don't think one person would have blamed Andy if they gave the ball to Ashton Genty and he got stuffed. He could just say, I gave the ball to one of the best players in America. He couldn't get me one yard. It is what it is. The fact that he uh, then in the postgame press conference said that they didn't get the look they wanted and that's why they called timeout. Well, why didn't you change the play then? You called timeout, run a new play. Like, well, what does that mean? You didn't get the look you wanted. Like, that didn't make much sense to me. You didn't get the look you wanted on that play, but you only have one fourth down and one play in your playbook? Like, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. I didn't understand that yeah. either. He was second in guessing himself. I think he just got scared and decided he wanted to try to go for the points. Certainly, it backfired even more when the kick, re- kick got returned for a touchdown, the block kick. Um, but that was a huge moment in the game. And I just didn't buy the reasoning on why they didn't go for it there. If you if you make the kick, you still probably win the game, right? You're up six late uh, in the third quarter. Anyway, okay. Well, here's the. I mean, if I want to just be, if I was, yeah, if I was just sit here, BJ, and be like sports radio shock jock with you, I would say, wow, they didn't get the look they wanted. Well, holy shnikes. If all it is gonna take is a look to make you not give the ball to Ashton Genty. Can I please hire that defensive coordinator? We're taking away Ashton Genty on a look. Whoa. What a what look was that? That's the sports radio shock jockey. I, I think there's some truth to that, though. You know, like, okay, we got to look. So we're not going to give the ball to the nation's leader in touchdowns. Okay, yeah. Uh, with the offensive line playing the way it has this season when running the football. Maybe something creative. It doesn't even have to be some, uh, you know, Clydesdale, you know, dive, you know, maybe get creative with it or something. Lots to do there. I'm sure Bush has a number of plays that he loves for that situation. So, gosh, man, yeah. But, I mean, I thought that was an interesting deal. I think ultimately Andy got conservative there, and that's okay, too. He didn't know the damn kick was the, the worst thing ever. Would happen a block it's going kick. bad. It's going bad. It just backfired. It's, it's kind of going for Andy. Right how's now. that in play? That wasn't entering his head once. Like, well, what if it gets blocked and returned to the time? That probably wasn't. He's confident in his kicking unit. Um, but yeah, it made a it made a tough tough call. Even worse. But yeah, one hell of a look. I, I don't I don't know if I bought that either. That's just something he had to say to the media probably after the game. And and yep. maybe he didn't get booked. Maybe that was the one play. They have one play that they can run on fourth and one in that situation. That's it. And if the defense is smart enough to have the one look to stop that one play, then okay, White Willis, call the timeout. I don't know if you'll talk about it. I think that's that's still a valid question today, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if he'll – you know, talk about it or want to talk about it. I'd be very fascinating. We could get some great stuff today, or we could get a whole lot of coach speak and not get much at all. Um, 
it's going to be very interesting to see which way it goes here. And Boise State's got a big decision to make, Johnny. I apologize we couldn't get to all the uh, comments and things on here. I know you guys got three hours to talk about it on Idaho Sports Talk. Why don't um, you stay live another 10 minutes and just read the comments and, and I, give them Q&A? Can I do that? I, can I do that contractually with uh, KTIK? I don't know. I, I probably could, but uh, uh, it, it was a very – He's on this, Eddie. He doesn't care. Um, very, that's okay, but it, in, I guess – We'll wrap it up here, but I just I appreciate all the comments. We had great viewership. You guys will be on three to six. You'll have the oh, post. Yeah. You'll have the Andy Avalos uh, comments. You'll have. I mean, there was there's so much there, man. We literally could have gone another hour I on this. Mention the defense, dude. I mean, oh my, who escaped this? Right, Spencer Danielson won this episode. We didn't even talk about the T. Uh, there's again, which is what there's, some people think. Which, which honestly, there's I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory or not, Johnny, but there is a theory out there on social media that that is why Maddox Madsen came in the game so that, so that we were talking about the quarterback controversy and not a defensive-minded head coach not having a good defense uh, at Boise State. I mean, did, did, is there any chance we've deflected the attention away from Andy, which we just did for 30 minutes on that, by talking about the quarterback system? Is there any way that was planned? Let's, no. let's, get, to, let's get a QB debate going to, to hide the fact that we don't have a good defense. No, because if you run with Mad Dog, like you're saying, the politics with Talon Green, if Taylor Green leaves this program, uh, who goes with him? So yeah, that'll that that's something we'll be talking about. Also, I know you guys will be rocking and rolling all week. We're doing the same on Idaho Sports Talk. BJ, and no, Taylor Green is yeah. not getting moved to tight end. They're not moving yeah. Taylor Green to tight end or wide receiver. Come on, let's stop. Uh, I've had even on your show. I heard it happen on the post game show. Somebody else, Vlad, appreciate it's you in your comments, Vlad. But tight end, wide receiver, safety, maybe a little corner. I mean, he got suggested. Hey, hey <laughs> the kick wouldn't have got blocked if Taylor Green kicked it. I'll say that. I mean, he, you know, let's put him at kicker too. Why not? I mean, oh, appreciate it, Johnny. Thanks everybody Good for luck. checking us out. Three to six today, and we will uh, stream the live press conference at noon. So don't miss it. Andy Avalos, the coordinators, noon streaming live on the Bronco Nation News YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Listen three to six to Johnny and Prater today on Idaho Sports Talk on KTIK ninety five three FM thirteen fifty AM. And then uh, ball talk, 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, have that Seahawks game on mute. Hopefully they'll already be up, uh, you know, three scores by then. And uh, you can listen to uh, Johnny and Sanford break it all down at 8 o'clock tonight on uh, the BNN channels as well. So have a great rest of your day. Appreciate all the great comments, the record viewership. Jay Tust and I will do it at 9 a.m. again tomorrow. So join us then. Bronco Nation News Live, bronconationnews.com.